Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered to Live Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rhiannon Stahl, a Christian life coach, writer, wife, and mother of four. I help empower women to transform their lives one thought at a time. In each episode, I'm going to provide inspiration that empowers you to transform your spirit, soul, and body by breaking through limiting beliefs and live the life you were designed to. You definitely can do more than you know, but you will rarely do more than you think. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and today is episode 10 of Empowered to Live Your Purpose. Today, I want to talk about wisdom. It is worth everything. I think we would all agree that we need more wisdom and discernment than ever before. We need to know which decisions to make and the right time to make them. Am I right? These things aren't easily discerned as we look at the muddy waters of humanity and try to discern people's opinions from truth. It becomes nearly impossible without the keys of wisdom. What we're having for dinner tonight might not be essential, but what relationships, business ventures, and paths to take are. So it's only fitting that we have turned to the book of wisdom, which is called Proverbs in the Bible, to find more of it. Proverbs was primarily penned by the wisest man to ever live, King Solomon, who is King David's son. You know the family, David and Goliath. Proverbs 4, 7 in the Amplified says, The beginning of wisdom is, get wisdom, for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing, which is the primary or foundational thing. And with all that you have gotten, get understanding, which is discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. And how many times in our lives do we need discernment, the right way to go, comprehension to understand things that are outside of our ability, and interpretation when we're trying to decide between facts and um, conjecture. We need to know what God thinks and which way we should go. It's nearly impossible to discern truth and receive wisdom and understanding from what we see in the media or even from well-meaning friends and colleagues. These places and people are full of opinions and conjecture, but true wisdom is only found in one place. The depth of understanding we require to walk in God's ways is only found in his wisdom. Wisdom isn't acquired knowledge, but applied intimacy. True wisdom comes from God and can only be found in him. Acquiring knowledge and understanding is good, but wisdom, which is practical application of the knowledge we acquire, and the ability to apply it and live it out, only comes from direct relationship with God. Wisdom is only received through connection. Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, The starting point for acquiring wisdom, or another translation says, The fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom, is to be consumed with awe as you worship Yahweh, or God Almighty. To receive the revelation of the Holy One, you must come to the one who has living understanding. So connecting with God is the first foundational step. We are to seek after knowing and understanding God in all of his glory. Ask him for wisdom and understanding and how to conduct the affairs of your life. His word is full of practical wisdom to help us navigate the deep waters of our earth life. Wisdom was with God in the beginning when he spoke the world into existence. The Lord laid the earth's foundations with wisdom's blueprints. By his living understanding, all the universe came into being, it says in Proverbs 3.19. Many of these verses today I'm reading in the Passion Translation. I've talked about it before, but obviously you can read it in any um, solid translation you have of the Bible. If you want to see the Passion Translation and you don't own one, you can look at BibleGateway.com. It has many translations or then the YouVersion Bible app that you can download right to your phone. I also love the Amplified Bible. Those are probably the two that I go to most, but the New King James Version or the ESV English 
standard version, I believe, is uh, also a really great version to be reading from. Anyway, I digress. That's not a great digression, but <laughs> a side note. Uh, wisdom. The wisdom was there when God planned in advance a design purpose for you and I. So he planned in advance the world and spoke it into existence. He planned in advance a design purpose for our lives. In Psalm 139, verse 16, it says, you saw who you created me to be before I became me. Before I'd ever seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me, they were already recorded in your book. And in Ephesians 2, 10, the second half of the verse, it says, even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. So that means God has a design plan for us. He has a blueprint for our lives and he has a way for us to um, find it. It's not an impossible task. It's not an unknowable thing, but we must be connected to the one who knows all of it. The blueprints he has for our life cannot be properly discerned apart from relationship with him. In the second half of Romans 8, 28, it also says that we've been called to fulfill his design purpose. I love that. He's called us to fulfill the design purpose that he has for us. So we're not just wandering around aimlessly here in the world. He has a design purpose and plan for us. And he says that as we seek him, we will find him and that we will be given the desires of our heart, that we will, when we look to him, he will lead us down paths of peace when we rely on his wisdom and his insight and not just our own understanding. In Proverbs 19, 21, it says, a person may have many ideas concerning God's plan for his life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. So we could spend our whole lives toiling and working and chasing after our own visions and dreams, but they're not going to be successful as the purpose and the plan that God's designed for us. And that doesn't mean that God's called us to do the hardest thing that we could think of. I used to think this, and I think it's probably just immaturity. Back in the day, I used to think, if I fully surrender my life to God, then he's going to call me to go live in a hut in Africa. And this was my fear. First clue, if I'm operating out of fear, it's not God. Second clue, God is not going to call us something that's to something, excuse me, that is completely the opposite of any desire or thought that we've ever had or to the hardest, scariest thing. It doesn't mean that we're not asked to do hard things at times because laying down our own fleshly desires, choosing to love that person that we don't even want to talk to right now or to forgive somebody the foundational truths of walking by his spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh, those things are hard. But the design and makeup he has for us is so unique to us that we have clues. We know in our heart of hearts what we enjoy and what brings us alive. And as we allow God to direct those paths, he will bring us to the very best version, the truest version of ourselves that will bring glory to him and be a blessing to us and blessing to others. So there is no greater knowledge and insight than um, understanding God. The blueprints he has for our life can't be properly discerned apart from relationship with him. I just said that, <laughs> but I can say it again. And in Proverbs 19, 21, again, a person may have ideas concerning the plans for their own life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. There is no greater knowledge than the knowledge of God. There is no level of higher learning or power on earth that can comprehend what God has in store for his beloved ones. I love that. In Ephesians 3, 20, I believe it says, no mind can conceive um, nor has come into the heart of man what God has planned in advance for those that he loves. It's above and beyond all that we ask or imagine. That's what Ephesians 3.20 says. 
Proverbs 121 is literally translated, wisdom sings out in the streets and speaks her voice in the squares, crying out at the head of noisy crowds and at the entrance of city gates. So wisdom is not just hidden away in the halls of higher education, seminaries, and boardrooms filled with the brightest people on the planet. Wisdom, true insight, and deep understanding and practical solutions for our lives are found in relationship with God, which is accessible to all of us who have faith in him. That is such a relief. I don't have to go back to school and get my master's in order to understand more of who God is and to have true wisdom. I just need to spend time connecting with him. Proverbs 8.14 says that you will find true success when you find me. And the me in this verse is wisdom. But we know that wisdom is not a thing, but it is the spirit of God. So when we find God, we find life. So wisdom says, for I have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you. I hold in my hands living understanding, courage, and strength. Who of us doesn't need more insight into the plans God has for us, his will and his ways? I know that I do. He doesn't not he doesn't, excuse me, who doesn't need courage and strength in our everyday lives. I know that today uh, in the lives that we live entering 2022, it might feel scary because we've come out of a season of kind of hardship and things that have not gone the way that we planned. But we, um, so it might feel like a bold step of faith, just to step into the new year with hope. But we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who is our author of peace. He will give us the grace that we need to live every day of our lives with a bold, courageous uh, strength, knowing he's the one that holds us dearly and his plans and his purposes will prevail in our lives as we seek him and find him. The longer I live, the more I realize that my ideas, thoughts, and plans don't get me very far. I need that God-inspired spirit discern thoughts and ways of God to lead my life. We have an incredible, unparalleled invitation to be in relationship with the author and creator of the universe. How many of us would jump at a chance to sit down with our favorite author, theologian, or creator? We all would want that. We would all want the insight and wisdom that they have to share from their life. So how incredible is it that we are invited into the same opportunity daily? The wisdom of God is always speaking, but do we have ears to hear and a heart to understand? More than anything, I want ears to hear what God is whispering. I don't want him to have to shake my world and shout at me to get my attention. I want to lean in and listen to the gentle whispers. And I want to have a heart which is like good soil that can be sown into and to receive what he has for me. In Proverbs 1.33, it says, But the one who always listens to me will live undisturbed in a heavenly peace, free from fear, confident and courageous, that one will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. That is a huge, powerful promise. So I'm going to read it again. It says, the one who always listens to me, so the ones always listening to God, leaning into him, will live undisturbed in a heavenly peace. We all want more peace. Free from fear. Of course, we want freedom from fear. Confident and courageous. We are all looking for more confidence to be full of courage. That one will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. That is just, oh, God is so good. His word is so amazing. It's live and practical. There isn't a soul on earth that wouldn't want that promise, but it is reserved for God's holy ones, his lovers. That's you and I, the ones that are seeking him with their whole heart. And he promises to be found and reward us for diligently seeking him. Wisdom will always lead us back to walking in the holy awe and reverence of God. 
The ways and purposes of God that apply to all areas of our lives are only known through him. We might have clues about what he created us to do. This is especially recognized in those with a strong gifting that can easily be seen. Think about all of your incredible singers or athletes or the ones with the brilliant business minds, but it will still only be properly lived out with God's guidance and grace to accomplish the fullness of what he designed in them. Many times we have way too high of an, excuse me, way too high of an opinion of ourselves and we rely too heavily on the opinions of others which will cause a stumbling for us. Proverbs 14, 12 and 16, 25 both say, there is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him, but at the end of it, it is the way of death. We need God's wisdom to navigate the paths before us to discern what is right and what is wrong. And I think many times, especially for those that have been walking with the Lord for a while, the enemy is not gonna, our flesh isn't gonna come in and trip us up by causing us to go from following hard after God and reading his word daily to jumping into something like an affair. It's not gonna be an overnight like this huge exaggerated sin. We're not gonna go rob a bank. We're not gonna go murder somebody, but he is going to, um, the enemy or our, our fleshly desires that we haven't submitted to Christ can slowly get us off course. We can start looking a little bit here, a little bit there at the wrong things. And before we know it, we're not on the perfect good path that God has for us. So. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus and keep daily asking him for wisdom and insight so that we don't make a choice that looks good to us, but really is taking us off course from God's design purpose for us. We are told to get godly counsel and to seek wise advice, but how often are we really doing that? I know for me, I tend to think, well, I've thought through it a number of times and I've prayed about it a little bit. And so this is just the way to go. And we do need to trust the Holy Spirit is leading us. God's not going to let us flounder. He's going to give us those red flags if we've started to go down a direction that we aren't supposed to. And am I listening to that red flag and to that little quiet voice in my heart saying, mm, I don't feel peace about this. Or am I just going ahead going, eh, I thought about it enough. Sounds good to me. So we do need, and then we are help protected from those mistakes or missteps when we're making uh, bigger decisions in life, obviously seeking God's word praying about it, and then asking trusted advisors, those who have gone before us that are older than us or know God's word more, those that will be willing to pray with us. And um, then God will be so faithful to confirm the direction that he has for our lives. I know that many times I've allowed, unfortunately, the loud voices, those uh, Sally say-it-alls <laughs> to speak into my life and forget to compare it to what God's word says. And if I don't see it reflected there, then it isn't the truth. I will listen to the loudest opinion about me more than the truest opinion. And the truest thing about us is what God says. A measure of the wisdom that we are walking in is how teachable are we? Wisdom is living understanding. And if we are not correctable and humble and teachable, then we will not be walking in wisdom. We won't be able to discern the good things that God has for us because we're rejecting the very nature of God when we're walking in pride. Without wisdom, we won't understand how to conduct our lives. When we ignore the counsel of wisdom, we invite trouble into our lives, Proverbs 9:12 says. And in Proverbs 4:24, it says that the issues of our lives flow out of our hearts. But God, he is so ready to pour into us forgive us, guide us, and protect us if we are pursuing and following his spirit of wisdom. Proverbs 1.23 says, Don't you know that I'm ready to pour out my spirit of wisdom upon you and bring to you the revelation of my words that will make your heart wise? 
God is speaking and wants to impart to us the words of life that only come from him. James 1 verse 5 says that if anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you over your failures, but he will overwhelm your failures with generous grace. And I love that. The idea that my failures can sink into a sea of God's overwhelmingly generous grace and that he will use what look like failures in my life or have been outright missteps when I've submitted them to him and asked for forgiveness. He will use that to catapult me to the next um, next level, the next thing that he has for me. That when we are humble and teachable and correctable, we learn from our mistakes and we walk in wisdom and grow from that place. God longs to be gracious to us and shower us with wisdom, insight, and direction. So as we begin this new year, let's dig in deep to the practical application of living a life that advertises Christ. Let's elevate wisdom and listen to the Holy Spirit as he leads us into all truth. In James chapter 3, verse 13, it says, If you consider yourself to be wise and one who understands the ways of God, advertise it with a beautiful, fruitful life guided by wisdom's gentleness. Never brag or boast about what you've done, and you'll prove that you're truly wise. I encourage you to seek God daily. Pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to open the eyes of your heart. Read a chapter of day from Proverbs and ask God for the wisdom to discern and apply the great things he is teaching you through it. James in the New Testament, chapter 1 specifically, and chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, also have wonderful teaching on wisdom and um, show us how to live a practical life of faith. So I want to end with a number of verses from Proverbs 1 in the Passion Translation that I have highlighted. So I'm going to read through those and then close us out in prayer today. Proverbs 1, Kingdom Revelations, Words to Live By, the words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. Cling to these, receive discipline, and demonstrate wisdom in every relationship. These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. For those with discernment, you will be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership. These kingdom revelations will break open your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of things. We cross the threshold of true knowledge when we live in obedient devotion to God. Wise words, instructions, their insight will bring you success, adorning you with grace-filled thoughts and giving you reins to guide your decisions. It's like a willing obedience to guide the decisions that we make. Wisdom's song is not always heard in the higher halls, excuse me, in the halls of higher learning, but in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, like wisdom calls out from the corners of the streets, like I read before. You will hear wisdom's warning as she preaches courageously to those who will stop to listen. So we have some action to take. God is calling out to us through wisdom, but we need to stop and listen. Um, it says, foolish ones, how much longer will you cling to your deception? So we unfortunately, can we can choose deception. We can choose to cling to deception when we aren't listening and asking God to um, show us his ways. God is greater and his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. So we can't rely on our own understanding, but we need to acknowledge him in all the ways that we go and then trust that he will direct our paths. It says, don't you know that I'm ready to pour out my spirit of wisdom upon you and bring to you the revelation of my words that will make your heart wise? 
God is so ready and willing. And again, I'm going to close with this verse that's just so good. The last verse of Proverbs 1, uh, verse 33, excuse me, says, but the one who always listens to me will live undisturbed in a heavenly peace, free from fear, confident and courageous. You will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. So thank you for joining me today and listening to this. Just soak in God's words as I pray this prayer out of Ephesians chapter one over you and myself. This is a prayer that I have prayed over my own family um, for a while now and continue to pray it daily. Father God, we pray that you would impart to us the riches of your spirit of wisdom and your spirit of revelation to know you through a deepening intimacy with you. I pray that the light of you, God, will illuminate the eyes of our imagination, flooding us with light until we experience the full revelation, excuse me, of the hope of the calling you have on our lives. That is your wealth of glorious inheritance that you find in us, your holy ones. I pray that you will continually help us to experience the immeasurable, which is unlimited and surpassing greatness of your power that's made available to us through faith. Then our lives will be an advertisement of your immense power as it works through us. So we just thank you, Father, for this incredible, precious promise. We thank you that everything that we, um, that you have is ours as we spend time with you, Father God, that you are the wisdom, you are the revelation, you are the power, you are the peace, you are the counsel, you are our teacher, you are everything that we need to live life. So we just thank you for this. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So dig deep into God's word and find all the hidden treasures of his love, power, and purpose for your life and go out and share that blessing with others. Be a word of encouragement to them and have a great day. If any part of today's message encouraged you, I ask that you share it with a friend and remember to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. I would love your comments and to hear what impacted you the most. You can connect with me through Instagram and Facebook at the Whole Self Life Coach or on the web at rhiannonstall.com or thewholeselflifecoach.com.